0: Hey dreamers, this is your host, Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you well hello everybody and welcome back to wake up into your dream this is barry miracle and we've been on this podcast for 173 now podcast, and i want to tell you um it's been a great great season of uh disseminating revelation from the lord um i've been trying to be very faithful to make sure that I'm speaking about things that are that are in the season that we're in, and trying to, you know, bring bring things forward, line upon line, precept upon precept, and until we are formally formulating and bringing uh, uh, to the surface the goodness of the Lord and and seeing things properly with a better perspective, and I, I'll tell you. This is the answer. And I want to read a scripture to you. And um, I guess before I read the scripture, I just want to say, I hope you're enjoying this new series. Our um, last week was 172. And it was about the reformation of new creation of the of the new creation. And uh, you are a new creation. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, if you've um been recreated in Christ Jesus, you have become a new creation. You are of the last Adam. You are of the second Adam. You're no longer underneath the totalitarian dictatorship of an Adam that is ruled by deficit and by death and by the enemy. You've been transferred into the kingdom of the son of his love. You've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. You've been transferred from Uh, the Old Covenant and into the New Covenant. You are now in the New Covenant. You are now in the New Testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. What we are dealing with uh, in this reformation of the new creation is that God is reforming us again. We are being birthed again. We are being formed again and reformed even in our reformation of our new creation. We are being placed in situations that are forming us. And we are now, like I said last week, we are in the promised land. And the fear and everything that you've been sensing is not yours. It's the enemy afraid of you as you are advancing into everything that God has planned for you, but do not give up, do not give in, do not sit down, do not shut up, do not go back to the old, don't go back over the Jordan. Let's press into our best season, let's press into the now season, let's press into what God has for us. So we are we're in this new new place and we're being reformed in this new place and what happened the very first thing when the children of israel who prepared themselves to go across and we've had three to four years of preparation uh time to get ready for where we are right now we moved out of the of the seasons of the death of psalms 23 and we're moving into resurrection life of psalms 24 as we are ascending into the mount of god we're sending into our promised land. So understand that you're in a new atmosphere. You're in a new season. You're in a new, new, um, promised land. You're in a new environment. It feels different. Adjust your mantle and do not be discouraged, for you are in the promised land. So, anyway, um, I'm going to get into more of that. And, and, but I, I go back over to the first one in this series, the first part of this, the Reformation of New Creation. This is the uh, Reformation of New Creation Part 2. And, and it's. I just want to talk about some environmental things. I want to talk about strategies in this season, strategies in this land, strategies in this atmosphere. Because as you climb up higher, you need to understand there are less and less people that can breathe life into you. You need to find the right family. You need to find the right partners. You need to find the right people. You need to find the right church. You need to find. I'm not encouraging you to leave your church or leave your family. Hear the word of the Lord. But you need to understand that you cannot operate like you operated in the last season. There's no going back. You've entered in. We are in this season and we need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. I'm prophesying, I'm I'm prophetically preaching the gospel to you and the gospel according to the season we're in. I'm not changing the gospel, I'm illuminating it because you need to know that we are in this now season of territorial advancement. You are to take back and and you're to take over. You are to ascend into your gates. You are to ascend into your place. You are to get to where God always intended you to be. But you must understand you are already there. What are you talking about, Barry? We are going to the place where we are seated already. Because you are a spirit. You live in a body. And you possess a soul. You need to understand that you, you you are the spirit that has been born again. You're of the second Adam. Let me just read this to you, and it's found in um, Second Corinthians. No, sorry, First Corinthians, um, chapter fifteen, verse forty-five, and it says, "And so it is written: The first man, Adam, became a living being." The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. This is 1 Corinthians 15, 45. And it is written, the first man, Adam, okay, the first man, Adam, was a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural and afterward, the spiritual. So verse 47, the first man was of the earth made of dust. The second Adam is the Lord from heaven, as the verse forty eight as was the man of dust, so are so also are those who are made of dust, and as as is, is the heavenly man, so also are those who are are heavenly, and as we were born of the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man, so ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand. That you are are no longer underneath the corruption of the first man, first Adam. You are now underneath the lineage of the last Adam. Jesus Christ was the firstborn of many brethren. And you are those that are underneath the lineage of the second Adam. You have been born of the flesh, yes, but also born of the spirit. You are a spiritual person. So you got born again in your spirit. Now, because of the reformation of your spirit, now you have to have the transformation of your mind, of your soul, of your mind, your will, and your emotions. My camera keeps going in and it's terrible. I apologize for that, that you're watching it on YouTube, but just bear with me. Um, And I'm going to get a new camera. Maybe somebody wants to sew a new camera into me. I need about 800 bucks. (laughs) Anyway, listen. Um, you you were born and it's all in John chapter three. That was I read that from um in First in Corinthians five, uh, 45 through 48. But you need to understand it's also in John, Jesus is speaking on how that you know you must be born again. Born again means you're born of the spirit, born of from heaven. You see, you're born of heaven. It says in 1 Corinthians 5, as well as in Uh, John chapter three, you've been born of heaven. Your spirit is the one that is born again. Your mind, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions, your soul is being transformed. With the reformation of your spirit, the transformation of your mind, you have the restoration of your promised land. Now you are in your promised land right now and you need to understand, you gotta transform your mind. You gotta stop thinking the way you used to think underneath the old covenant can i tell you for a, beyond a shadow of a doubt your heart your spirit is not desperately wicked and who can know it jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 says "the the heart of man is w- wicked above all things and 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 who can know it i want to tell you your heart is not that your heart has been born again you are living in heavenly places because you are in christ jesus second corinthians 5 of uh, 6 verse 17 let me just turn there just make sure i got that right i don't want to uh quote something that is not correct it's first first corinthians second second corinthians chapter yeah chapter five verse 21 for he made him who knew no sin to be sin So that you might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on your worst day when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and the kingdom of God comes into you and you begin to be uh, this new creation. So now we are this new creation. And we need to stop acting like the old man. We are coming out of that whole old man mentality. We're coming out of the, the past life self-image problem. We're we are living in this new uh, I, uh, ideologies of the new covenant. We are living. We must understand this. just want to refer to a note here. So. We are moving from the times and the seasons of of death and into the, sorry, the times of death and into the seasons of life. There, there, There will be dying of self, and that's always, it is, it's always going through the door, but the emphasis of the preparation, the times of preparation, they're over. You need to understand, you had time, we had time to get to the place of preparation. What you're working with right now is what you got to work with. But I got news for you don't give up, don't give in, don't sit down. Because even though you might not be as prepared as you could have, should have, or would have been, there's still the grace of God available. But you got to reach down deep, you got to bow low, you got to come before God and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And you need to really begin to repent and just get yourself ready. Get, get to the best of your ability right now. Go before him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And say, dad, okay, we're here right now. I'm feeling all this pressure. I'm feeling all these things, but I'm in the season of life. How do I operate here? Okay. Uh we're moving out of the emphasis of the things uh, to get rid of and we're operating now from from uh, the foundation of where we're at and we are about to make advancements this is a season to take risks okay this is a season that we are, that that god has designed for us to take over and take back don't cry over spilt milk you know if you're hearing this, it's not too late. If you are hearing this, somebody sent this to you and you and you think, and I'm just saying to you, Frank, if you think it's too late, frankly, I want to tell you, it's never too late when you have the mercy of God. It's never too late. If you're hearing this word preached to you, this is a sign and a wonder to you that it's not too late. You need to stop licking your wounds. You need to stop looking uh, uh, at at where you could or should or where you stop. Got to stop living out of the trauma. You got to stop living out of the past. And it's time to come into the, the now life that Jesus has for us. And it's time now to take back and take over. So in this season of advancement, God is about to catch you up. There's there's a revelation that God's bringing to me and I don't know if I'm going to get into much of it today but it's about God's speed. And it's something that we that it's in the Bible and it talks about you know wishing somebody or blessing somebody with God's speed. And um God's speed is 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 what we are about to get caught up into. There are things to, we got to ascend in these days cuz we got to get caught up in the spirit the greek the, the greek word harpezo it is used for the the catching up of the saints and i want to tell you it in in second uh, thessalonians 4 it talks about the the catching up of the saints it's harpezo and it's not really talking about the rapture which was not a biblical word in the bible it's where we get, it, it, rapture comes out of Harpezo. But you need to understand, you can get raptured up in the things of God or you can get raptured up in the things of the enemy. And, and, and oh Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me get this out. So here, check this out. John chapter, chapter 10. The famous scripture, John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I've come to give life and life much more abundantly. So J- Jesus always wants abundance of life. Jesus is trying to make it easy for you to get into the kingdom. And, and I, I'll tell you, it's easy to get into the kingdom, but you've got to you got to work on it to bring the kingdom into this realm. And that takes the laying down of your life and going through the door in the floor, in his name is Jesus. You need to understand you need the blood and body sacrifice of Jesus Christ every day. This is everything. The spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Paul the apostle says, God forbid I preach anything less than Jesus Christ in Him crucified. It's Paul the Apostle that said that I, I was determined to know nothing amongst you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Why am I saying all that? Because you need to understand this is all about Jesus. It's not all about what you can do or not can't do. It's, it's not about how bad the enemy is or, or how powerful you can be. It's not how bad the enemy can be or how good you can be. None of that matters because your righteousness really is as filthy rags. And you need to understand you live out of the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. So what are you getting caught up into? Whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the report of the Lord or are you going to re- believe the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm? Why am I sharing this with you? Because we're in the promised land and the enemy's afraid, but a lot of people are the fear that they're that they f- sensing, they think it's theirs. And they want to go back to where it used to be. Our future and our best and our best days are ahead of us as we take back and take over. Okay. It was Jesus? Okay, John ten eleven. I just quoted for you, John ten ten, that says, "The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give life, and life mights more abundantly." He says i am this is john chapter 10 verse 11 i am the good shepherd the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep but a hireling he who is not the shepherd one who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming leaves the sheep and flees and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them that word catches right there is the Greek word harpezo. And it's exactly the same word that Second Thessalonians chapter four talk about the catching away of the saints. So you have to understand the enemy is harpezo. The enemy is rapturing saints right now. What does that mean? You mean the, the enemy has the power to rap? No, if you believe his lies, you get caught up in the lie. If you believe that he is more powerful than your dream, if you believe that he's more powerful than than your ability to take the promised land, if you believe the fortified cities are too big, why are we walking around Jericho we are just a laughing stock why are we operating in the gifts of the spirit we're just a laughing stock why do believe why do we believe in the resurrection of the dead we're just a laughing stock why do we believe that walls can come down by obedience we're just a laughing stock if you believe the enemy trying to whisper these things in your ears you're already defeated and you've been caught up in the enemy's lie Stop believing the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm. You are more able, more well able. And 2 Corinthians 9a says that God is able to make all his grace abound to you. So that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound to every good work and charitable donation. Stop believing in the works of the evil one and start believing in the promises of god that are yes and amen to them that believe you are the one that is going to take back and take over you are the one that are well able to go into the promised lands go into all the world and take back the kingdoms of this world and make them the kingdoms of our God stop believing the naysayers stop believing the history of the defeat of your family stop believing the trauma greater than the promises start activating the goodness of God stop start op- operating in the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and begin to take back and take over. My God, here's a scripture. A couple of scriptures here in Psalms chapter two, verse eight, verse eight. Are you ready? Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the time to take over. What does that mean, Barry? It's time for you to take dominion. What does that mean, Barry? It's time for you to invade the kingdoms of this world and make them the kingdoms of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what does that look like, Barry? It looks like righteousness, peace, and joy coming out of the foundations of faith, hope, and love and operating in grace and truth. That's what that looks like. You use the sword against the enemy and his, his title is devil, lucifer, and satan and all of his minions. Your war is not against flesh and blood. You are to use a towel on the people. What does dominion look like? You serving humanity in the foundations of faith, hope, and love, in operating in righteousness, peace, and joy, and distributing with authority, grace, and truth on humanity. You are to tear down the strongholds of perversion, the strongholds of uh, Satanism, the strongholds of murder, the strongholds of poverty. And you are to establish the kingdom of God. How do you tear them down? You establish the kingdom of God. You don't try to tear them down out of your own strength. You must operate in faith, hope and love, righteousness, peace and joy and grace and truth. You must operate in the promises of God. You must operate in the obedience of God. You got to stop trespassing on somebody else's territory and take your own territory. It's time for you to rise and shine and begin to carry your own load, not somebody else's. Stop trying to be like me. Stop trying to be like other leaders in the, in the body of Christ and be who you're called to be. If you're to be a mechanic, be the best mechanic and own that garage. If you are to be a lawyer, be the best lawyer that is an advocate for life and liberty and people's freedoms. And be if you're to be a judge, judge well. If you're to be a doctor, be a doctor of life and live according to the Hippocratic Oath and practice uh, excellently and own the whole franchise of the private uh, healthcare system. I want to tell you. It's time to be, to shine in our lands. And be everything that God has called us to be. I'm preaching to you. Can you hear the word of the Lord? He said ask of me. I'm going to give you the promised land. Ask of me. Right now. Father God. Give, give these people. Give these leaders a grace. To see your goodness, and ask for their promised lands. It's time to invade, but you've got to understand the very first thing that happened to the children of Israel and the fighting forces of the nation of Israel is that Joshua incapacitated the whole army. He cut off their foreskins. Every one of them under 40 had their foreskins cut off. They were not able to walk, let alone war you need to understand that god wants you to be dependent on him in the promised land stop trying to fortify yourself stop trying to build goshen's and in a safe place in the physical i'm not bringing judgment against anybody but i'm saying that's not the way we're gonna win are you saying "I, i i can't do that no i'm not you obey god but understand Your victory is in the Lord Jesus Christ and being dependent upon him, not dependent upon the strong arm of the flesh. For it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord God Almighty. It is time to depend on the Lord, cut off the strong arm of the flesh. I'm not just talking about the perversion of your past. That covenant that God made with Israel when he cut off the very first foreskin was a covenant on up until the, the, the generation. It had to do with the seed of man producing the seed that would eventually destroy and crush the head of the enemy that stole things from God and and and, and caused mankind to. To fall and became, and then he got cursed because the serpent became a dust eater. And you got to stop getting down in the dust with him because you are made of dust in your physical. And when you get into the the physical more than the spiritual, you're getting into a place where the enemy can eat the dust because he's a dust eater. Stop getting down to his level. Stop operating according to the physical and start operating as the spiritual heavenly man that you've been created to be, living far above the snake line, living far above all situations and circumstances and giants and bears and lions and all the things that are trying to catch you up. The enemy is trying to get you caught up in what's going on. Don't be caught up. Walk in obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ and allow him the victory through your life and allow him to fulfill the dream. You have been given a mandate to make a request that God would give you the nations as your inheritance and the whole world, the whole world's your promised land. What does that look like? You gotta go back over this stuff, guys you you got you to gotta understand, your focus is not on what the enemy is doing. I'm going to read a scripture that I wanted to read to you about 27 minutes ago. Listen to the word of the Lord. Isaiah 6, 62, verse 6. Write that down. Mem- Mem- Memorize that. Isaiah 62, 6. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest till he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Watchmen on the wall. I address watchmen and intercessors right now. Stop identifying the enemy and start identifying the word of God, the answer and the solution of the spirit. Stop being diagnostic of what the enemy is doing. When you're diagnostic and you have no solutions to the diagnosis, keep your mouth shut until you get an answer from the Lord about your situation. My God, can you hear the word of the Lord today? Set your mind on the things that are above. clock add Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Set your mind, set your focus, set your attention, set your affections on the things that are above, not on the things of the earth. Read it for yourself in about a dozen different translations, and they will all say the same thing. Take your thoughts. And stop being caught up in what the enemy is trying to do. Because he's a liar and the father of lies. And he's deceiving you and stopping you and hindering you and delaying you and denying you. And trying to define you by what you're going through. None of these things define you. The word of the Lord is to you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He put eternity into the hearts of men receive Christ Jesus today receive the blood of Jesus Christ today receive your answer receive your solution and understand you have a mandate from God to ask for the nations as an inheritance your promised land are the uh, as the whole earth ladies and gentlemen you are no longer underneath the totalitarian dictatorship of an evil king. That deceived the first Adam. You are now underneath. The kingdom of the son of his love. This is 1 Corinthians. Chapter 1 verse 13. You've been translated from the kingdom of darkness. And into the, the kingdom of the son of his love. We need, I sound like I'm angry. I am. I sound like I'm upset. I might be. But I'm not angry at you. I am angry at the enemy for deceiving his church and believing that we can do it without Christ. We need Christ Jesus every day. I am in need of him. And you need to be too. The very first thing that Joshua did to the children of Israel as they entered into the promised land, Is it cut off the flesh? Understand, that meant he was reestablishing the covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Caleb. But there's something about cutting off of the flesh, of the foreskin, of saying, I am not in covenant with somebody else. I believe in holiness. Now, holiness is not a four letter word, but we act like it. Oh, I, I won't be able to drink. I won't be able to smoke. I won't be able to uh, do what I want to do when I want to do it. I won't be free. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Should you not smoke? No, I don't think you should smoke. I think it's really dumb. I, I just do. It's just, I smoked for six some years when, from, from the time I was like 14 till the time I was like 20, 21 ish and um so i'm not i'm not condemning you i'm not saying it's going to send you to hell i it, you will smell like you will smell like you've lived there <laughs> that's just a joke but i'm not i'm not saying to you that that um you you if you do these things then you'll be holy no holy ho- you cannot be something to become to become something So what do I mean by that? The whole thing is you need to be. So hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. But you don't, sorry, let let me put it this way. You don't have to do something so you could become something. That's a better way of saying it. So I, I can't be so holy that I become righteous. That's other religions. I am the righteousness of God. And you need to tell yourself, even in the midst of you smoking, you say, I am... Ring, ring, ring. Oh, oh, oh. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Even when you're smoking, uh, even in the midst of you clicking on some men that are clicking on stuff they shouldn't click on to. Men hear the word of the Lord. When you are, make that click, that that stupid move where you click on a picture on a, a website or on Facebook or on Instagram and, and you begin to tap into the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh. Say on the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What are you saying, Barry? you're absolutely lost your own mind. Yes, because I put on the mind of Christ because I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, but my mind is being transformed. Why? So I can restore my world. You will not restore or take the promised lands if you live by principles of the old covenant. We are living in past life self-image problem and you need to imagine yourself As the child of God, you need to have the image of Christ burnt into your mind. How do you do that? Through the word of God. Get into the word of God and let him teach you who you really are right now. And we are becoming everything that we already are. I hope. I think I probably caused you to ask more questions than answers I delivered to you today. But go back over this. Meditate on some of these scriptures I've given to you. And I want to give you an, another scripture. And probably the last one. It's I'm 34 minutes in right now. Psalms 26, one Psalms chapter 126. Ch- Psalms chapter 126, verses one through three. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, when the Lord set us free, we were like those who dream, full of wonder. It seemed so unreal, a dream too good to be true. Then our mouths were filled with laughter and our tongues with singing. That word singing is the Hebrew word rena, which means a shout of rejoicing. Rena describes the kind of joyful shouting at the time of a great victory. We were the talk of the nations. Then they said among the nations, God was, so, was wonderful to them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad we are one happy people. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion. See, when the Lord set us free, we were like those who dream full of wonder. It seemed like a dream too good, an unreal dream too good to be true. What does the sound of victory sound like? It sounds like people rejoicing in their tents. Can I tell you the victory has already become, you know what praise and worship was designed for, for your enemy's sake. Because when you praise God, you manifest what you need to do in your darkest moments in the midst, when you're facing the walled cities of the Jericho that you need to walk around and come and, and claim and take authority over, but you don't feel and you see all the darkness and you see the impossibility start to praise him start to rejoice in the lord and begin to manifest the presence of god right in that valley right in that situation right in that pit right in in, in the midst of all the unbelief because the enemy is so upset that you are taking ground But don't listen to the enemy. It's time to advance. It's time to take back. It's time to take over. It's time to ask God for an inheritance. It's time for us to ask for the ends of the earth to be ours. Once again, faith, hope, and love, righteousness, peace, and joy, grace, and truth. These are the eight things that we take dominion with we don't want to dominate people we want to liberate people but to liberate people we have to take dominion over the works of the evil one in our promised lands you have a sphere of influence but within your sphere of influence there are 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 controlled areas that the enemy still possesses it's time to take them back in your mind you need to advance in the season and go to the place of your victory that you already possess that's dominion in your heart dominion in your soul dominion which will bring dominion in every area and aspect of your life amen so understand that the that we are in the victory right now We're fighting from victory, not for victory. But we still have to walk through the paces. We still have to walk through the territories. And we still have to put our feet on the... Wherever we put our feet, God will give to us out of obedience to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Go back over that. Go back over the first one. And I'm going to take it up next week uh, as we continue... To invade our um, promised lands. I, I want to fortify you. I want to fortify your mind. And you need to go back over um, that scripture in Isaiah uh uh, 62 6 and understand what it, what is all about your your mind all about your sight how you see things the watchman that in isaiah 69, 69 62, 6 Sorry, right, isaiah 62 6 says a watchman looks for the lord not for the enemy okay i'm done okay now i just want you to do this i want you to right now go to barrymiracle.ca backslash Ascend the Summit. If you're a leader, you need to be in Edmonton this March 22nd and 23rd. You, You need to understand that we are gonna have the Ascend the Summit leadership experience that you need to be in the room. I've already been talking to some great minds that are gonna be in the room in Edmonton at the Marriott Go to once again. Let me see, let me see this here. Go to my website, BarryMiracle.ca, backslash Ascend the Summit. If you just go to BarryMiracle.ca and you don't remember the rest, just go BarryMiracle.ca and you can look and, and look through my website, and you can find the Ascend the Summit Leadership Experience. Go there, buy your ticket. Somebody says it's it's pricey. It might be, and I wish I could do it for free but the Lord won't let me do it for free. I I wish I could give this to everyone and eventually I will. But there's people have to pay a price and it is a hurdle to jump over. There are people that are gonna fly across the nation. That's another hurdle. I'm flying, I think seven people, somewhere around seven people across the nation on my own dime to bring them to minister to you. This this event is gonna cost me about $25,000 that I have to put out before I get it, you, know, your money to be able to pay for this. So somebody said it's pricey. Yeah, it may be pricey, but it's nothing compared to what you're about to get. And uh, that's pretty. that might sound a little bold. It is, because what you're about to get is your dream back. What you're about to get is getting fortification so that you can stand in the midst of the onslaught of a, of a former gatekeeper that's trying to steal your stuff and eat your fruitfulness, and stop your legacy. We're going to deal with all that kind of stuff. But you need to understand that in the world, when they put on summits, you got to pay $25,000 to be a part of an elite training. I I believe that we're coming into an elite training. And, And what does that mean? Well, come find out. But go buy your ticket. Make sure, you know, it's almost $400 a night at the Marriott. We are getting, we got the room for $159 a night. It's only 15, maybe 10, 15 minutes from the airport. So don't miss this. Get over there, buy your ticket so that you can be part of what God wants to do with leadership and building a family of God in our nation and take back. Take over and advance the kingdom of God all throughout your spheres of influence in your metronome ministry. Love you guys. Please, you know, where you're at barrymiracle.ca and you're checking out the website, you might want to consider sowing a seed. This, this, doing this podcast cost me thousands of dollars every year. It's cost me, I don't know how many thousands of dollars, like tens, probably. Like maybe twenty some thousand dollars or more. I forget how much it is now to be on here, and I don't have necessarily sponsors that are coming on and doing advertisement. I don't want to do that. So if you if you if you love what you're hearing, if you want to advance the gospel through our ministry, you can you can give a seed to Take Charge Ministries right on That's my that's my uh, the charity uh, that I operate with. Uh, my board members own the charity. I, I am arm's length, but but I'll tell you that God is using um, this ministry, Take Charge Ministries, to do so much in the world. And uh, we'd love for you to partner with us. Consider being a partner. Uh, we love you. Um, and if you're not, just keep listening. If you're to sow somewhere else, sow somewhere else. I'm not begging you for money. I'm just saying, if you feel you want to partner with us, my daughter said years to, years ago. You said you sow where you want to go. I intentionally sow into people's lives that I see something on it. You got to make a connect. This is a way you make a connection. Anyway, that's what all I'm saying about that. I love you guys. And if you never sow a seed into my life, that's that's amazing, because then I'm I'm sowing. And I'm going to get a reward beyond your seed that you could have, should have, would have. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. And I re—I really am believing that we are stepping into our best days. So bye for now. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Merkel, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.